Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Polo. I'm Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Balhe's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5. So, let's raise a glass. Or a and start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clean. <laughs> everyone. Welcome back to another series of RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, Splitting the Genes here. Your host, Bolo, Dr. Tom here. Um, that's it. That's it. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. See you later. Um, what do you guys think? <laughs> I noticed you doing a little accent then in the intro. Thank you. In honour of UK season well, five. You know, what yeah. accent was it, by the way? That was, um, I was giving you a, a mixture of London. Um, <laughs> Which bit of London? With a twang of Birmingham. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. With a twang of Birmingham. Yeah. 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 So, um, UK. Season five. Now, everyone, if you don't know this, we started podcasting from RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one. We because, did. I mean, because we loved Vivian. The Vivian being yes. a scouse queen we'd, we'd uh, and of, just an amazing queen. And it kind of made us just yeah. start podcasting. Absolutely. We bounced the idea around for a while, hadn't we? But yeah. then the Viv felt like an opportunity because anybody who's not listened before, we do reside in Liverpool in a mile high tower yeah. above Liverpool so that we can see all of the rest of the UK. Pen Panoramic has nothing on the sites that we have in our studio. 100%. Panoramic could never. <laughs> she could never. The Lima building could never. The what building? The Lima. <laughs> they said Lima. Lima, Lima. <laughs> everyone, if you don't know, if you're new to us, hey, everyone, welcome. So yeah. what we do is we live podcast review the uh-huh. show. What that means is... We watch it once through, but not seamlessly. No. We we, we kind of stop and start and stop and, and start little segments. It. Yeah, working it in segments. Like a cake. And then we kind of just discuss it. Yeah. Um, what we see, mm-hmm. what we think, um, any, any points of feel. discussion. Yeah, what, what we, we feel. <laughs> Taste is important too. <laughs> all the senses. So we watch it for the first time immediately. Um, because we don't want anyone's opinions to kind of change or kind of dictate how Absolutely. we think and feel about situations. Now we've all been we've all been you know um, uh-huh, uh-huh. on the other side of someone telling you about something, yeah, and then you kind of go in with that bias, yeah. You know, like for example, when you watch a movie and someone says, "Oh, the Barbie movie is amazing," <laughs> and so you go in there with the expectation of it being amazing, and it kind of alters your own perception of things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you kind of like see things as amazing because someone that you know said so you and kind of pseudo forbid me from discussing what i think about movies before we watch them yes because i don't want anyone's opinions to kind of dilute i'm not saying you're a dictator well yeah <laughs> but well, i wouldn't say i'm not it's like i could say oh we should watch this movie but i'm not allowed to say anything else yeah <laughs> let me decide if it's good or not. so there's a reason that we watch it um alive mm-hmm. before we hear any podcast i mean we don't watch a review podcast on the seasons that not, we that's are it while we're watching reviewing. we avoid there are some amazing podcasts out there um not least some of the ones by the the um the actual queens themselves like race chaser and sibling watchery and they are amazing but we want it to be our opinion so we avoid them and yep. sometimes we binge afterwards but i haven't done that in a while actually because no, we don't need to because <laughs> when you're very confident in not, what you say and what you think and feel you don't need others opinions not on. being funny but bob alaska willem Minet, you ain't got a patch on us <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip that and I'm going to put it all over social media. Oh my God. Do you know who Dr. will respond? Do you know who would respond? Who? 
We love him. Oh, Willem is very active on social media. If you post anything about her, she is on it like a pigeon on a chip. So that's kind of how we do it. Now, we yeah. also watch the show and we appreciate the show. Now, that's the key word. Mm. We respect and appreciate every single queen that comes on here. We're big fans of the show. We've we certainly watched every US and UK season. We have, up until recently, when we feel like we're on catch up all the time with the international seasons, we've watched all the international ones as well. Um, really enjoying catching up on Espana season three at the moment, but that's not for now. Um, but yeah, we, we consider ourselves pretty big fans of the show with pretty, pretty good knowledge of the show. Some five star reviews would call us um, encyclopedic. So don't believe us. Of, don't yeah. believe us. Check out those reviews. Check out the reviews that we wrote ourselves about ourselves. <laughs> okay. Those, they, sh- <laughs> that's a secret. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that's um, what we do, okay? So we also, as first. We watch the show first and foremost, respectfully, um, as super fans, yeah, and of of you know lover of the arts and, yeah. and drag, and then we also the, the kind of USP that we kind of bring to it is that we Not also look at um, the show through our own professional lenses. Mm-hmm. Me having a background in performing, mm-hmm. and Tom being a psychiatrist, so yeah. we kind of use that to. To take the words out of Alaska's mouth, to dissect um, <laughs> the show, and if there's anything there that we can, you know, offer our opinion on mm-hmm. from that background, we give it. I mean, I always love what you bring in terms of um, your performance background, and mm. you know, I think you know uh, episodes like uh, Ruse Calls and Girl Group Challenges. I really, I really think you shine. Absolutely, on those and I have to give it right back to you. A lot of the times, <laughs> you kind of say things that are happening and. And you, you look at um, why a certain behaviours and then you kind of explain it. A lot of the times I don't know these things. I guess. Um, what, and it's really interesting to look at it from that angle. We've all got different perspectives. I guess my main thing is like I'm never here to like try and like, you know, diagnose or yeah, exactly. talk about. Because you have to charge, you charge for that. <laughs> and we ain't giving it away and for ain't, free. Ain't nobody paying me here. <laughs> and it's not my job to be doing things like that, nor would I wish to. It's more about like thinking, because I've got some training in cognitive analytic therapy as well, just more thinking about interpersonal dynamics and stuff, because there's so much toxicity in the alleged fan base online. We never want to be ones who are like, oh, she's just being an effing bee. Rah, 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 we hate her. It's more about like, well, you know, they're having a bit of a conflict. Let's try and understand what's going on here and just like break it down in, in a, like a compassionate way. That's what we always try and do. Thank you. What we're really trying to say is we are better than you <laughs> and you are not on our level. You're you never. will never be in our level. <laughs> we are, I absolutely joke. I can I joke. Check your lipstick before you come for me. I'm ready to get into these new queens of season five. So without further ado, we've started. <gasps> we're we in. have the new batch of season five. My first time experiencing mm-hmm. them. The first person to walk in, the first queen is Tamara Thomas from Hartlepool. Yes, from in, from the northeast of England. I'm going to give you their quote. And, you know, maybe this is something substantial that oh. really speaks to who they are as yes. a drag queen. The essence, okay? if you will. Yeah. On their gravestone this will, will be, be written intense. what they say. And that's what it says on their gravestone. <laughs> The fun girls arrived, and I'm ready to murder these bitches. Okay, wow, that was... <laughs> that yeah. got heavy really quick. Got, that got yeah. dark, Tamara. Got, yeah. <laughs> we, we went from, from fun to yeah. felony. Um, 
um, she's a ball of energy, isn't she? She seems like a good time girl. She'd put on a good show. Um, I really enjoy her mug. I love like the severity it is in the severe. mug. Yeah, it, she's it's, severe up in it's here. It's severe. It's giving like Janet Dickinson does drag. <laughs> I say I would take that as a compliment if I was a drag queen. I wasn't reading her. Janet Dickinson from which era though? From her supermodel era. When she was literally the most gorgeous cover model you've ever seen. Yeah, okay. sure. Cool. <laughs> Now, now, Tamara's from Hartlepool, and there's mm-hmm. one other celebrity I know from Hartlepool. Correct oh. me if I'm wrong. That guy that represented us on um, Eurovision one year, I'm pretty sure. What? The fellow with long hair? No, the one before that. Oh. Um, we'll have to do our research on okay. that. I don't have time to Google that right now. Right. Um, I'm loving her outfit. Very motocross, very Namilia. I, I thought motocross as well. It is. It's motocross style sort of, you know, she could dance. This is a sensible outfit because you never know what that first photo shoot is going to be. Yep. Let's assume the structure in UK has always kind of been photo shoot and two runways have brought items, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. It's always been that. So sensible, good girl, Tamara. I'm getting confident. She walks in confident. She looks, she walks in stunning. Tom, what She's was a good your time girl? What is your entrance? What would your entrance line be? Oh, you've asked me this before. I'm not witty enough to think of it. What do you think of something now? Oh no! And no, what are you going to do when you walk in first? Um, I do a roly poly. Yeah, that'll get attention. Yeah, that'll do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I do a roly poly just right into the room, and um, I'm surprised nobody's done a roly poly. Hmm. Um, and I'd say. Come on, season five. Let's get dizzy. <laughs> That's just stupid. That's just stupid. I couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> I think mine would be, I'd go walk on. in real confident mm-hmm. and then I'd just go, meh. <laughs> I think that would be mine. Because what? like after all these years of uh-huh. queens walking in and giving their little um, entrance lines, it's yeah. just a bit... Well, I, I maybe actually, maybe I'll frame it because I've always said my drag name would be Slagatha Christie. Yes. Um, so I'd come in with like a little magnifying glass, obviously, solving mysteries. And I'd be like, um, I've something to the effect of I've come to solve the mystery of who's the biggest slag or something. Okay. Wow. Mm. Cool. Um, let's move on. Tom. <laughs> that, that not let's, fly either. Let's just stick to psychiatry let's we, we... <laughs> and this this lovely sight that we see from our lovely tower. Let's just say you regret ever asking me that question. Do you know what I love about her is because what? I don't have an ass. I don't. I don't have a butt. I, I have a thought. I have a thought. I have a thought and I own it. And I love that she's, she goes, look at that ass. And like, she's part of my tribe. Girl, you ain't got an ass. And I was like, yes, yes, team thut. Yes, you better. And is that with padding? <laughs> that was, I, don't, I didn't see any padding. Don't if you? If there was, it's even worse. But you're celebrating. You're celebrating the thut. I'm, I'm celebrating. I think she is. Because she's yeah. like, look at that butt. And I'm like, girl, you ain't got one. Neither do I. And I love it. <laughs> she seems like a good time girl. Now, Banksy walks in from Manchester. Yes. Her quote is, well, her entrance line, which will be on her gravestone, yeah. is, thank God you can't smell me. And how accurate is that? It's like she knows. <laughs> she is very aware. Well, we have actually got close enough to smell Banksy before. Because yes. we saw her at Drag Brunch last year in Manchester. That's right. She was the hostess. And also present was Dakota Schiffer. Very mm-hmm. lovely, but did fall off a counter. Bless her. I mean, Beautiful, elegant, did fall over. Graceful. <laughs> Graceful. 
delicate. Um, now, I really appreciate her, qu- her talking head quote because she says that she's a slim, vibrant woman in her mid-twenties with a lust for life and a flexible spine, which is a quote from Nighty Night, which is one of the most fantastic, iconic, dark British comedies that any British gay boy worth his salt should know and should have seen five or six times all the way through. Um, so anybody who is a fan of Jill Tyrrell is a queen after my own heart. For another pod to be. I mean, we, I love Jill. We could do a night to night pod in a heartbeat. Tom, I want you to, the first thing that you noticed about her, okay? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Tall. Right here. <laughs> wow, Tom, she's more than her height. <laughs> oh so my reductive, gosh, right? Exactly. So Madonna would say, reductive. Look it up. I mean, she's a, she is a long, slender... She's a medal. A lovely queen. The size um, of that, that fur as well is huge. I mean, she had a gorgeous as her drag mama. Drag, gender non-conforming parental figure, thank you. I did That did crack me up, actually. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, First impressions, talk to me. Well, she's, she's got this lovely kind of like um, approachable down-to-earth quality, I think. We like this gentle humour, which is like a fun contrast with her model-esque appearance, I think. She resides in Manchester, but she's from Widnes. Okay. Yeah. I need to see more. Or Wigan. More. Did she say Wigan or Widnes? Can't remember now. We'll, we'll find out. Now, Miss Nomi Carter is walking in all feminine, all mm. sultry. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the Luther Vandross comes out of her, her <laughs> mouth. And her entrance line is, let me hear you say, Aeot, Miss Carter. <laughs> Not so much Luther Vandross. She's like, she's from Last of the Summer Wine or something. Because she's from Doncaster, which is in Yorkshire, hence the accent. Um, I thought she walked in looking like a dream girl. Tom, like everyone has an accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Everyone's got an accent. Yeah. Hence the accent. I'm like, <laughs> Hers oh. is particularly strong, though. She's got a strong Yorkshire accent. Oh. Um, yeah, she's giving me dream girls look-wise. I mean, she just looked really good. She looked really good. Loved that that mug was beat. I guess other than that, I I will say I didn't get like a really strong sense of what she does as a queen. No, but I did get like she was really, you know, bubbly, like funny. Yeah, yeah. She got a great energy. Yeah, she was really getting along. There was the bants. You know the bants? Some bants. There was some bants there. Some bants. Some wonderful bants. Think about her meet the queens. Remember saying that she's half Gambian and she's like here to represent her heritage as well. Now, next up, walking down th- seamlessly, Tom. The word seamlessly. Oh, very seamless. All I eat least. I'm like going to try the accent. I'm, I- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but could, could you not? Like, I, I buy accents are good. Okay. She says, all right, lashes. Okay. Michael Marulli in season five. We, <laughs> we just lost any Newcastle okay. listeners we may have wanted. Tom, had. back it up. Back it <laughs> right up. Okay. So, there's Michael Marulli. Got another northeast lassie. Oh my god, that was even worse. <laughs> Thank you. It's not easy, is it? No, it's, it's not. not. Easy. I thought I could do it. Oh. I thought, thought I could do a Geordie accent. Like <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. She walks in. I think she looks lovely, like mother of the house. Like she's giving like patriarch with that patriarch. That, yeah, like, matriarch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, matriarch. We're here to dismantle the patriarchy. Um, she's given with that hair mm. and that. She, she seems quite regal. Feels and, and like representation. The look feels kind of like old school, kind of like nineties model referencing with the kind of like whipped up 
swept back hair, kind there's, of Brigitte Nielsen. There's a look that the Viv did, the Vivian did, that wow. is very similar. Interesting, you should say, because she's besties with the Viv. Ah. Yes, um, they have a long history of working together and they're pretty close. Well, yeah, how close? Are they sharing clothes? <laughs> are they sharing clothes? Are they sharing wigs? I mean. Viv might have lent her a piece or two. Um, I'm loving what she's giving. I love a veteran queen. I love a queen who's been around the block a few times and can do it all. I, I think mean, she hosts, she performs, yeah. she sings, she does comedy. 15 years. I think, I think um, queens from the UK have been out to Gran Canaria. I think it's kind of like, I think it's competitive out there. They've got to prove their stuff. Because also we know from Drag Race España that there's a certain like Spanish Gran Canaria queen you know, like Drag Volcano, yes. Drag Sethlas. Um, but I think when UK queens got that, you've got to be like a workhorse queen who can entertain drunk people, basically. Yep. Do you think she's got those shoes packed? And I know you know what I'm talking about when oh, I say those shoes. Those platforms. Do you think she's going to have those platforms here? Maybe. I really That'd hope so. That'd be so cool. I absolutely cool hope she brought so. that. Now, she does tell tomorrow that she follows her on Instagram, in which Tamara replies, oh, I, I don't follow you, but I will after this. Tom, <laughs> on the break, yeah. I want you to see... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go on Instagram and see if she follows her back yet. I, can't I need risk to it know. I might get spoilers if I go oh. on Instagram. We'll do it. We'll do it after after um, the show. But um, I I think uh, she's given me good energy. Like she's kind of got the package to go far in this. Mm-hmm. Now I want to say that I think my fave has just walked in the room following this queen, Kate Butch from Derbyshire. Now her entrance, Tom, mm-hmm. is Heathcliff. It's me. I'm Kathy. I've come on. So you get it, don't you? Oh, I'm so cold. Now, you can just tell immediately that there's no Kate Bush fans in the room. Absolutely. Even the producers, how dare they put... They might have added How that dare way. they put a shade red all over there? Because obviously it's the, the lyrics from Wuthering Heights. It's mm. me. Oh, no. Heathcliff. It's me. I'm Kathy. I've come home now. Yeah, there we go. Now, I got good vibes for her. <laughs> There was just something I was about pausing the, for applause there. By oh, the way, well, I'm sure people are on their way to work right now and just clapping their way switched off. They're like NHS. no more. Of that. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you an NHS clap. That's getting that. There you go. That's that's paying your bills. We just lost more listeners. All of Newcastle and anyone with ears now. The vibe's good. I would never think out of drag that this person does does that. Does this kind of thing? I totally, drag I totally get it because I think Kate comes. I, by the way, our taste must be similar because she's immediately one of my faves. Well, so so funny. Um, I just think she's just one of those like gay guys who it who seems perhaps you know out of drive quite mild mannered, but just has a killer sense of humor. Very. And she quick. just happens to have thrown on a wig, and the whole persona like fits. I think I loved what she said about being like inspired by the dinner lady down the street who wears a a fleece with a wolf on it, because that that's an entire category of person in the UK. I want a wolf fleece, by the way. Me and my friend Sarah, we talk about it all the time. Me and my friend Sophie, we've been researching them to get Sarah one. It's it's a whole thing. It's a person, a, a wolf fleece wearing person. And there are people to be aspired to, frankly. I think Kate's one of our people. I think Kate's one of our people. Yeah. I'm really... I really, I'm I'm really loving Kate. I'm hoping she's not got like some severe Achilles heel that trips her up near the beginning because I want to see her go to stand up. I want to see her go to acting challenges. I want to see her in snatch game. 
Now, there is something about Caramel, who's our、mm. next queen. Her commitment to her entrance、yeah. is just、yeah. so extra. Very good. And, you know, I can just imagine them saying, So, what are you going to do when you walk、mm. in? What's your quote going to be? She goes, My quote starts before I even turn up on the camera. <laughs> okay, they're going to hear the thud of my scepter mm, mm-hmm. as I march through, head down, whiff,、mm, whiff、yes. flowing, you know, striding towards、mm. that camera, looking for my mark. And then I will say, Neil. For your queen. I just imagine her telling someone, This is my entrance. <laughs> Or she was just like, Don't ask silly questions, just watch. Yeah. <laughs>、um, She's just kneel for your goddess. I just loved the extra and the commitment. Caramel. Now, we have a story about Caramel. We were we supposed、do. to see Caramel in、uh, Manchester Pride Disco, and we bought tickets、mm-hmm. specifically because it was going to be Caramel at their、and、drag brunch. We heard about her reputation preceding. Absolutely.、Her. And we were there in a sea of. A sea of brides and hen parties, but we were like, you know, it's worth it. We're here for caramel. Yeah. <laughs> we're here for caramel. Yes, yes, you know. They let on to the gays, and、mm-hmm. we, I think we were two. There was, how many gays were there? We were, we were two we, of three. We were two or three gays、yeah. in a sea of hen's parties. Having of, said that, they were quite a lovely bunch, and they were very respectful. Of course of the they、queens. were, but I'm just saying, and she didn't turn up. <laughs> She didn't walk in. She didn't march she, with that. She's like, no one to kneel. Ain't nobody kneeling. She, she just did not turn up. I'm not going to hold it against Caramel, but she did let us down very badly.、Um, and I'm not a malicious woman. Our Manchester, and I strike our, down the first our Manchester I Saturday was based around <laughs> Caramel's brunch. In which she was not there. Now, you know what? It doesn't matter because、uh-huh. it is what it is. Shit happens. Think the grace. Of the drag goddesses、mm-hmm. gave us. Who was that queen? Goody Magnum. She was amazing. She is now. She was. If、um, she's not. Oh, they have announced casting for season six of this, by the way. So. Is good, she on it? Well, no, they've announced casting. So they're casting right okay. now. Okay.、Um, but she should be. Go for、she、it, Goody. She was listening,、um, obviously. Amazing. She was beautiful. She was stunning. Whipping those braids. Whipping those braids. But she was just, her performance was just so dynamic、mm. and just sharp, hitting the beats. Working the whole room, not just the stage, was not enough for her. She done walked all around, she done danced on the bar.、Mm-hmm. I think she danced, she was just、Jump、everywhere.、Splits. She was so good. No, it's not back to caramel. Back to caramel. I think caramel has like a really commanding presence. Clearly, she's very well respected in the room.、Um, she gave me a sense of a queen who she could go far in this competition. Yeah, if they don't try and treat her like some sort of lip sync assassin, because she's clearly a fabulous performer. So, but and we know this because she told us. She told us, <laughs> she told us several times.、Um, in the Meet the Queens as well, she made reference to that. I, I think,、um, I think they'll put some. Res- I'm guessing they're going to put some respect on her name. And not like turn her into some sort of lip sync assassin. Yeah, like they do do sometimes on UK. They find a girl who can send some girls home and put her in the bottom all the time.、Exactly. Taste, for example. Yeah, well, but also we've seen with like Tony Banks. Oh, when there's a queen who's known for being a dancer, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you like to dance? Okay,、yeah. we'll make sure that you do. Totally. I don't want them to do that to her. I want to say the caramel is gorgeous. He is sexy. Love this makeup、look. is right. This look is very. It's very like Beyonce in that Pepsi advert, the one with、oh, Britney with and Pink. Pink, yes. Crossed with like Grace Jones in Conan the Barbarian. I love it. Now, do you love our next queen, Ginger Johnson from County Durham? I her, do. Her gravestone will read. <laughs> 
Their toilet's blocked. Yeah, so she comes in with a gag. She is a veteran queen who's been in the biz about 15 years, same amount of time as Michael Morelli, actually, um, from the same region of the UK as well, because she is from County Durham, which is also in the northeast. So we've got a little cluster of northeastern queens here. Um, yeah, she's given me the, the kind of queen that I love. You know, it's the, the kind of like traditional British performing, comedic, acting, singing all round a queen. Um, mm. That's what I'm getting from her. I'm getting like a drag, the, just the face and the hair. Lucille. Lucille Ball? Yeah. Not Lucille from Arrested Development. No. Okay. No. Although a combination of both will be any drag queen's, um, you know. <laughs> Dream. Uh, you should aspire yeah, yeah. to be that. Yeah. I, I love the outfit. I love the energy. Yeah. I love the hair. Um, Ryder, director, puppeteer, eight, ten inch hot dogs in two minutes. Tom, she's an eater. <laughs> she's she's gotta, an eater. Got to bring an eater. Got to bring an eater. Got to bring an eater. She's an eater. Um, I hope she goes far again. I'd like to see her in some like comedic challenges. Now, what are your thoughts about Dee Delicious? Dee Delicious. Well, first of all, entrance was, <clears throat> which you know, everyone has to know that their entrance line is going to be on their gravestone. So they better mean it. Because, and do you think that it's supposed to kind of encapsulate an essence of who you are as a drag queen? First impressions are important in this program, aren't they? Mm. You've got to make a splash. I mean, Dee Dee says, Dee Dee, Dee Dee. Um, sorry, I just went to Modern Family. Okay. Dee Dee and her sister Bibi. <laughs> and Cece. And Cece. Yes. Sorry, so her quote is, well, this isn't the drive through but I'm still about to eat. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she looks gorgeous and I've been following her on Instagram for a while because I think she's, I think I started because she had made clothes for other queens. She's a seamstress. Um, so I really want to see her make it to a, a construction challenge, a ball, whatever happens. Absolutely. Uh, fashion wise, I've mean, got high hopes for what she brings to the runway. I think she looks stunning in this kind of sort of almost Versace-esque um, number and also, she's a member of the house of Versace. Um, Sister. Her, her makeup is right. Oh, her that makeup mug. is correct. Really, she is beat. Um, I do want to say that you've said that she's the seamstress. She also says that she's a performer and she has some silly comedy elements in her drag. So she sounds very, very well rounded. I just want to see it backed up. I want yeah. to see it backed up. Yeah. She's keen to make that point that she's a performer, isn't she? This mm. is, it's not just a one-trick pony or a two-dimensional queen. Vicky Vivacious from yes. Cornwall. All right, boys, when I bite on my pasty. I'm not, you know what? I quit. I'm not going to do accents. I can't do accents. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's, it's hard. Do you know why I shook it? Because that was the best one you've done so far. And you're not going to do any better. So let's leave that there. It's terrible. I feel like I'm offending so many people. Mm, yeah. I want you to know that I'm tr- I'm actually trying. I'm not like, um, I'm going to give it a go. I'm really <laughs> giving it my all. Our, our audience figures are dropping by the minute at the moment. She's a cabaret queen. She's she sings, she dances, she's, she acts, she tells a good dad joke, she sounds, you know, she looks amazing first mm. and foremost. Bloody out on that beautiful. Joan Collins and Dynasty vibes. Right? She looks amazing. Um, I'm loving her energy. What do you think? I, I think you've kind of encapsulated it there. I think she comes across as a very well-rounded cabaret queen and she's another one that I want to go far and to see in multiple challenges. Mm. Um, and that's about it, really. Obviously, she's got an existing relationship with Michael Maruli. Knows her very well. Um, and it, it seems like they've they've got a kind of similar vibe about them in terms of being well-rounded and multi-talented. 
Rounding up our cast of season five is Alexis St. Pete, yes. our Polish queen in London. Now, she walks in very much a little red riding hood. I was getting those kind of vibes. And then she says, first, just done the jobs. And now I'm going to take your crown. She is serving immigration realness. Yes. She is serving, I'm, I'm here to take your jobs. Which you relate to. Uh, Wow! Wow! <laughs> okay, that was a uh, that was really witty, Tom. That was very good. Give me Kate Butch kind of like you know, wolf fleece like she's after me. Two peas in a pod. Um, yeah, um, I'm loving the look. She's very pretty. Yeah, I think you know she's put on the the sort of um, headscarf. I think as a nod towards her Polish heritage, but the rest is very kind of like uh, Pamela Anderson, Bob Wire, kind of John Willie illustration, very fetishy. Very sexy. Um, she she seems like she's got like a really lovely positive attitude. She, she seems does. sweet. She seems very sweet. Yeah, a clown trapped in a supermodel body. Well, there we go. There I mean, she's it. not like. And she came. Well, she had dreams of being a ballet dancer, mm-hmm. but you know, apparently she's too short. So she's kind of found her way in drag. Do you know? I think she'll be quite the lip sinker. I'm not saying that's where she's going to end up, but. It is a bit of a mistake to say you're an amazing dancer and performer. And I'm just thinking kind of like maybe she's the one who gets put in the bottom to send people home. This is a strong cast of performers. I think so many queens have come out here. I think nearly every single one of them have said that they're a good performer. And the majority have said they're good singers, they're dancers. I want to see a girl group challenge so quickly. I want to see a talent show this episode. Yeah. I'm serious. I want to see. It. I need to see it because there is so much talent in this room. I need. I need. I need verification. <laughs> it's nice actually because we've not got anybody. I'm not going to call out specifics, but we've not got anybody who's like openly saying, "I've never stepped foot on a stage before. I'm an Instagram girl." Oh God! So it doesn't feel like anybody's going to fall flat on their face in that way. Mm. Um. Can I mention something that's actually quite serious? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's hear it. What brought it to mind is at this point in the episode, we're starting to notice some funny camera angles, right? We were seeing avoidance serve wide shots and not seeing people in shot when they're talking and things. Now, a lot of people listening will be aware of this, but it does seem like it's not actually been officially acknowledged, which I find disappointing. So there was a queen who was, was actually, there were two more queens cast for this season. One dropped out and never made it to air for personal reasons. I don't know who that queen is. One, now all this is alleged because it's not been officially confirmed, but I think we're going to see all the evidence there. There's another queen who's basically been edited out, but I believe she only made it to episode two. I'm not going to mention her name because everything is alleged, um, but she... Um, Apparently, on episode two, um, she was taken to one side and informed that the BBC had been, or the production company, had been made aware of some allegations of abuse. So she was apparently given the choice to just sort of leave quietly, and that's what happened. Um, This queen, who I did actually follow before because I've seen live before, um, hasn't been on Instagram since filming. So I guess... My main thoughts are, obviously, this, these allegations are serious and need to be taken seriously. I'm guessing they were quite well substantiated for them to act. I hope the victims are being properly supported. 
Um, I also think that at this stage, the allegations, so the due process of the law needs to be followed and that needs to, you know, follow its course. That's why I'm not naming the Queen, actually. Um, but yes, that's something that you can see. What I do find disappointing is a lack of acknowledgement that anything has happened from production. Because I think things like this should they they're very very hard to talk about but in order to understand i think we need to speak about them openly um obviously with respect to the the victims in this situation but um i don't think it's really appropriate to just sweep things under the carpet otherwise they just continue to happen okay that's what I think. Thank you. Sorry, it's a bit heavy and a bit of a change in tone, but yeah. I just think it needs acknowledging. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, thank you, Tom, mm. for speaking your truth and for speaking the truth. <laughs> now, let me just ask you a quick question. Yeah. From just the Let's change this energy yeah, right Yeah, let's up. Come change on. Let's right move up, on. Girl. Let's move on, yeah. <laughs> um, I need to know who your top three are. Just from the entrances and nothing else. From the vibe that you're getting, who was your top three? I have a very strong top two. I can't I can't really put my name on a third person. If you want okay. me to go first, I can go first. Or I'll <laughs> let you speak because, you know, you need to change your energy. <laughs> Girl, you need to change it up. But you change that costume, Mimi. Change, change it, it around. around. <laughs> so I'm thinking girls with... A strong top three vibe include Caramel. Mm -hmm. Can't get around that. She seems like a really dominant force. I think Michael Maruli um, or Vicky Vivacious. Only one of them, though. No, don't do this, Tom. Don't go through every single one and say that they... Just give no, no, me no. three names. No, no, no. Those are three names. You're giving me three names. No, I'm giving you one alternate because my other name is Kate Butch. Because I just get such a good feeling from her. You've given me four names. No, I've given you two and two alternates. I got Caramel, Kate Butch, and then the other... I can't... It was just too quick. It was too quick. If someone who made an impression on me walking in, I'm going to... I did like Miss Naomi Carter just because I just felt, you know, yeah. the, the Luther Van Dross and yeah, her yeah. energy. I just really loved it. And then there was also, who was it? I think it was Ginger Johnson, who I just loved her look. And maybe maybe because yeah, she looked she like, cool. she looked a lot like Jinx. I just, or gave I, me I Jinx thought, elements. I thought Kate Butch actually looked like Jinx. Okay. And I think Ginger Johnson actually looked a bit like Alexis Michelle. Maybe a combination of the both. But will, I've got two plus that person. I've also got plus Ginger. I've got a real soft spot for Banksy as well. Tom, seen her Tom, you want to go through every single coin, and then I also think that <laughs> um, that Polish girl, she's got no, 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 no. no. Just okay, enough. I said my piece. Just enough. Let's move on. Now, as you know, we've watched a little bit. We've just seen the introduction, had a break, watched a bit more, and now we're watched up just into the maxi stage. We haven't seen anything yet, but we do want to discuss some of the things that we have seen. So we are told about the maxi challenge. Now, Tom, what are your thoughts about this? They're going to be throwing a fierce impression to ball, but judge them three looks. Their first uh -huh. look is their entrance look. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, could you imagine? Could you imagine being um, Labucci? 
Gabriella Labucci <laughs> walking in on Drag Race Down Under and they're like, and you're going to be judged on this look. Or Willow Pill. Or Willow Pill. Well, both of those looks. Well, Willow, ha- Pill, look, Willow Pill was referential. Well, so, I mean, both of those looks had a point of view, but I get what you mean. Um, Ginger like, Minch on All Stars? Oh my God, Don't I, I gl- love it. Tom, I love it. It was over Please, please. Very John Galliano. <laughs> Come off it. Yeah. John, get out of here, is what I saw. John, go, 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 mama. Okay, so that the first look is what they're walking, or what they're wearing walking in. Their second Sorry. look is in the club. We, we all fam. fam. Um, so it's basically a performance challenge on the uh-huh. runway uh-huh. in front of some iconic queens. And these queens are Panjana, Lady yes. Candon, Nikki Doe, so- Silky, Hydrangea, Sminty, and Jumbo. The queens have to do like a runway performance, very similar to season 10. They are a very international selection because most of them have like crossed continents in some way. Like Panjana's a judge from Thailand. She's been on UK versus the world. Camden is from the UK. She oh, was this on is US. absolutely during drag Dragon. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's exactly what's going yeah. on. This is absolutely during Dragon, Dragon, where she's asked the girls to come um, and do this part. The only it, one who's slightly out of place is Sminty. She's not really international. Yeah, but she's local. <laughs> she was there, <laughs> but she was around the corner. And, and then, oh girl, do you want to come in? And she's Banksy's mate. So there you why are. not? Why not? So that's the second one. Um, they have to do a runway performance in their outfits. And then the third one, which is revealed later, is going to be Fierce Impressions, Eleganza, Extravaganza. What do you think of this as a ball? Well, I, I, I don't think they should be calling it a ball, really, because um, I think a ball is a very... I mean, I, I guess I appreciate the twist on the format and them using a bit of a pre, uh, imagination with it. But, you know, to me, a ball is quite a specific thing where there are two broad looks and an opportunity to make a look, and that's not what's happening here. However, I will move on from that. I do think it's a bit unfair to spring on the girls, oh, your entrance look, which is, okay, you know, it's something you want to make a first impression with, but it's probably not something you're going to wear on the runway. And it is something that, you know, is a bit, I'm ready for anything. I can do anything. I can be blasted with a fan. I can be sprayed with paint. That's not fair for them to be judged on that when they didn't. They they never see the judges in a mm. in a entrance look. Well, it's kind of some kind of similar, but not the same to season thirteen when they came out in duos and then they had to perform in the outfits yeah. for their life. So similarly you know, unfair. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Like they're not the first to go through this kind of injustice. So you know, you've got to be ready for those anything. Girls, half of those girls got told they were going home. So that's, could you imagine? Oh, no. Bloody hell. Look on Rose's face. By the way, loving AI. <laughs> generated rosé rosé alone okay everybody she's got a sense of humor about it don't worry about it like check out the cover art for rosé's uh new single i drove all night presumably a cover it's of- amazing but she's she's found a lovely model who um <laughs> rosé's not like present her. in the picture yeah. rosé's not present <laughs> i do I, there's some points that i um I, I made some mental notes on my head and it was with Banksy because it was the first time I saw them meeting RuPaul mm-hmm. and I can just see RuPaul saying in no circum- under no circumstance do I want Banksy standing next to me. <laughs> I, can Im- I can imagine it because she never wants to be mm-hmm. underneath anyone. Oh. That is that is another thing. I can, I can, Im- I can imagine her making those laws with the production. Yeah. And um, another thing that I... Um, that I really loved was whenever I see queens like Ginger and Kate 
are. And even Vicky, outside of drag in the confessionals, I'm loving seeing people who, outside of drag, you wouldn't think are drag queens on the show. And it's th- their manner and their, mm. their vibe is so different. It's like you you don't need to be this extroverted, over-the-top, extra, extra person to do drag because anyone can transform and anyone can put on that character mm. and it's that transformation for or me that's the magic that part of themselves absolutely because yeah. i'm i look at the i like a ginger and i look at kate and i'm like i don't think i would ever think that you would be a drag queen especially ginger ginger looks like this creative artsy good looking person <laughs> and then it's like oh you do drag oh got a crush on ginger wow, I work <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get what you mean I get what you mean because yeah I guess we do I guess from watching Drag Race in particular we do think of a certain kind of kind of look and energy for a queen out of drag exactly like the the queens that I would think of like immediately which do make up the majority mm -hmm. of um, the drag queens is like Laganja. When you see Laganja. <laughs> I love that the first person we go to is Laganja. Alyssa Edwards <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Kokomon Trees or like, you know, if like kind of, there's so yeah. many queens that outside of it, you'd be like, yeah, they do something like that. But, but I, I would never imagine people like Vicky or Ginger. Okay. But I ever. Guess, I, and I love that. No, I love that. Yeah, me too. Like drag, drag is for everybody. Drag can just unlock a part of yourself that, you know, you may never have felt is accessible in your day-to-day life. It's just a wonderful art form, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Now, there is, I'm going to go, I'm going to quickly go through because they kind of did skim over and I don't think it needs that much, you know, focus, but mm-hmm. I will talk about it. The catwalk presentation performance for club what was it 2d2 club 92 club 32 no um what did she say what's the word she's really into now i don't know uh, tickety boo is it voguing i'm no. so into voguing right now is that what she's into is it voguing tickety boo just means um it's it's good it's cool it's it's everything's just a-okay things mm. are tickety boo I love that That's when Caramel walked out, she was like, oh, is it a walk off? Like, she was ready. She wasn't <laughs> here to make friends. She, was, she wasn't intimidated by the <laughs> queen. She was like, okay, we're, we're walking off, right? She was ready. Because if you stay ready, you ain't you're going to get, get ready. Me. Now, I made these quick notes with each queen. Tomorrow, I was like, bloody hell, that kick, those splits. She's good performer, isn't she? hair whip. And she she is showing it for the fuck community. And I am <laughs> living. She, I, I am with her. I, I I respect her and I <laughs> love one of her. her people. Um, I think you know one thing about this is it's supposed to be a ball, and for me, balls are about outfits. But a lot of what the girls presented, and this is no shade to the girls, this is what the circumstances demanded, is that it actually some done a bit of a quick change or a reveal version of their entrance look, which is what it felt like Tamara's was in the black and white again mm. with the motocross okay. vibe. I noticed that with a couple of the other girls as well, Dd. Seemed like it was a reveal of her entrance look, similar oh. sort of. Was it though? But it was like golden blue Versace ish, similar. Okay. Same with um, Ginger. It was the same color scheme, and it looked like it was a reveal of her entrance dress. I didn't notice these things. In my I mean, mind, they're they still could be different exactly. garments, but they were really, really similar. Okay. Mm. If you say so. Yeah. Um, I think Tamara was grand. She was. Uh, her, her performance was very impactful. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, damn, you are a performer. Banksy, for me, I just, it was, I mean. She modeled. She modeled. I think she did what she does. I think she went there saying, like, I'm not a 
death drop and splits kind of girl. Mm. So she modeled with her rat boa. I did love the rat boa. And again, like her like sparkly I mean, dress was either the same or very similar to her entrance look. I mean, if you got props, use at least find ways of using the props more. There were I little just... rats on her shoes when she came in. It must be part of a motif of hers. Yeah, um, for, for me, Banksy, especially to go after tomorrow, I was it, it kind of quite a for me the energy and the excitement just kind of like dimmed. Okay, Naomi, I said nice walk. Yes. She gave a nice, you know, that was a catwalk. She's got fun energy, yeah, Naomi. Yeah. Hasn't that she? was a catwalk. Maybe it's because she was like, Yes, I'm going after tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going after the Banksy, not tomorrow. <laughs> She's like, Yes, I can, I can bring it up. I can do the same thing, but I, I'm going to give it some energy. I like that Michael Maruli was not threatened. She didn't go out there, and there's nothing mm. about her vibe that was just like, I'm going to do me. They can do whatever they want. And she, there was there was that confidence, yeah. I mean. And, then, and she was also pretty good. She did a sp- a split i think you know for me for me and one thing that you always hear for me is that if you can't do something you're not going to learn it overnight and you're not going to learn it under the pressure of drag race mm-hmm. if you can't do a split please don't please don't what she did do a split there's a slight note. i mean her legs were apart quite far <laughs> but she like, like if, a- it, it, it wasn't a tamara split it, I get. I, I see what you mean. She it did wasn't a, a Denali split. She did a move at the end as well, didn't she? Oh, she, like, that back bend, That back I enjoyed bend. that a lot. I loved that. I loved that. But and overall, I liked her look. Again, it's like she's got like this kind of uh, late eighties, early nineties vibe with her style, which I enjoy. No, but I did like Michael Moroli. I think that she was great. I think she's she's up there. Kate, I was like, yes, you better tap. You better old school tap your way to the front with the hand waves. You better do that. She's giving me Shirley Temple meets Betty Davis. Yeah. Oh, and I love that she did the Jumbo Fall. Do you remember the Jumbo, <laughs> which was first eliminated yeah, on yeah. Canada? She did yeah. it. Oh, she. I was like, good, good. <laughs> it was, you know what? I was camping. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't someone trying to be like, yes, mama. Oh, God. Death. She was like, okay, this, this is who I am. This is what I do. And mm-hmm. I want to do it well. And she did it well. She was bad very well. <laughs> She camped she was up camp and gave very us loads well. of comedy, which I enjoyed. Now, Ginger. Now, Ginger, for me, this for me, what I want... What I appreciate with Kate's performance is that Kate went out there knowing exactly that she's not a death-dropping, split, backflip, backbend kind of girl. And she mm. kind of played into that. Now, I just wish that Ginger could have played into something because it's very obvious that she's not a dancer. It's, it's obvious. Mm. I wish she could have just showed us what kind of drag queen she was and amplified that. You that know, she tapped camp- into her humor. Yeah. She, mm. You're not, you're not a death dropping queen. Awesome. Fine. What do you do? Now amp that up. And she just went out there and it was kind of like, first of all, I felt like the confidence had been drained from her, but she kept doing that John Travolta grease point. <laughs> and then she kept doing like move, move, move. And then a pose and a pose. And then it, it was, it just was uncomfortable because oh, she, lacked confidence and she told us yeah. she lacked confidence because her face and the awkwardness of her movement showed that maybe it's just a bad angle but that's what i felt it makes me sad because i, I like said i felt yes i said i felt and your feelings are valid thank you fifi <laughs> um yeah it makes me sad because i like her so much and then um, caramel comes I don't, up I, I will say i don't think Jared ginger was like terrible there were no like awful mistakes or anything no i, I never said that i, I was yeah. a, but it was a very uncomfortable because i could see the discomfort in, in herself and then she was followed by caramel and then caramel just was like oh i mean if caramel did not have strength before 
She found that strength following that performance. She exuded strength and charisma on Dynamic that stage. Dynamic mm-hmm. speed, strength in her movement. Her, and you know what I loved outside of those that hair and and everything else and her movement and just the the way that she moved and her face was just the house of ferocity. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was just and I, that face, that face. That face was just everything. Yep, yep. And that split was gorgeous, and that hair, and the confidence. She's really dynamic, that wasn't confidence she? was just that's all she needed. Yeah. And then she had everything else to back it up, and it was game over, fatality. <laughs> she done had that closed up, you know, house for sale because mm. she paid the rent with that one performance. She really did. Dee <laughs> um, Dee Licious comes on and I was like yeah Dee Dee go Dee Dee yeah she's showing us she's a performer she was looking really good there was you know beautiful ang- yeah beautiful angles beautiful shapes mm. and then and then we all started holding our breath and for, for the same reason we were just like oh please fix that wig for me I don't care if your wig falls off if I go to a live performance in a queen takes her wig off mm-hmm. I I don't care just keep performing but there's, just, there's something yeah, there's just something about the show there's something about RuPaul and cr- keeping the illusion of the drag look mm-hmm. that is so important to her for me it's not a big deal it's Be- not it, Be- sh- it happens Bibi Zahara got away with it and Ru said never again after that yeah there was so, so, there was one one time when <laughs> she was now, okay with it and then and now it's an ogre. But and Chanel did as well. Unfortunately, Dee Dee, her wig fell off. And it was just like, you couldn't enjoy the performance because you could just see it like slipping and slipping and slipping. You're like, oh, it was a girl. big, heavy wig. I was like, Dee Dee, just turn around. Just turn around it and put it, like, turn around. Do, do a bit of back movements. Do a bit of booty <laughs> shaking. Fix that damn wig and then turn around. And then she just pulled it off. And then it just seemed to be her death sentence from everyone. It's tricky. I guess it rattled her. And she didn't quite know what to do. Um, and then last of all, we had Vicky Vivacious. No, not last of all, Vicky and Alexis. Now, Vicky oh, came sorry. We no, Vicky came. And you know what I like about Vicky is that she did what Kate did and what Ginger should have done. She was <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be silly. I want to play into the silly. And she did that. I really enjoyed that horrible stank face that she had yes. that, uh, and then that twerk that it was just it was just stupidity but it was stupidity with confidence and we know that you're playing it off you're playing the silly we know that you weren't trying to be hot so that discomfort wasn't with us mm-hmm, does that make mm-hmm. sense like with ginger we were uncomfortable because we knew that she was but if you tell us in your performance that I'm taking the piss and I'm still a confident person in this performance, we're going to be with you. We are always going to be with you. And that's one thing that she needs. Ginger should convey. That's one thing that Vicky did. And Vicky came out there and was just like, yeah, I'm going to give you hot, but I'm going to give you ugly hot. <laughs> and it worked. She's given us cruel to at the club. Uh, yeah. And in the club, we all fam. We all fam. We all fam. Now, Alexis... No, Alexis saying Pete comes up with a whip. Yes. Yes, ma'am. She cracks that whip. Oh, she she say crack? Yeah. <laughs> crack. crack. She made Juliet Lewis happy. And then that, that beautiful turn and was it a double? Was it a triple? I think it was a it was a nice it was turn, turn, turn. Than turn. I could see. Split. 
Um, and then she pulled an aquaria where she was turning and almost <laughs> fell into, you know, the audience. You know, James was just, I she was just that. glad was for so the airtime. <laughs> she was just happy for the airtime. I air didn't time. mind that aquaria hit me in the face. I was glad for the airtime. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, from what I saw of Alexis, I liked her. Her movements were nice. She's sexy. That little thing at the end seemed to be amplified and it did carry yeah. on until the workroom that we've discussed now. They made a bit of a big deal out of it, didn't they? Mm. Um, just makes me wonder if my theory about them wanting to put Alexis in the bottom to send people home. Maybe because actually, overall, her spot was great. She was, I thought her spot was okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, she almost fell off the stage, but she didn't. Yeah. But she, she still did amazing things on the stage. Exactly. So yeah, she was dynamic and. Mm. Um, yeah, so the workroom. Should we just go from, from there with, with Dee Dee and Alexis? Yeah. So um, Dee Dee does something really cool at the beginning where she's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let this rattle me. I'm not going to, you know, um, create some self-fulfilling prophecy where um, I get down on myself. and Because of the wig. Yeah, and then they send me home. And that's really, really cool. But then there's a little bit of, like, psychic energy later Before on. you move into the psychic energy, I do want to say that I really did appreciate... That whole Dee Dee feeling her feelings yep. and then flicking it off. It's very, very good because like any negative feelings she has about that are, of course, completely valid. Anybody would feel when there's so much at stake, disappointed when something has happened that you know that the head judge kind of disapproves of and can be a bit of a death sentence in this competition. But yeah, she kind of like sat with them but didn't allow herself to be overcome by the feelings. And that that, that takes a lot of resilience yeah. Mm. So the, I did appreciate it. Mm. And then you said something afterwards, after me giving that praise. I'm, I love that she felt the feelings. And she was like, you know what? I'm not going to let it drown mm-hmm. me. I'm yeah. going to move on. I do wonder if she ended up projecting a little bit of her insecurity onto Alexis after that. And what? And what? Uh, because scenario I think was. she was asked the question, wasn't she? Who's down in the bottom two? With, and that's fair enough. She answered the question. She, the question was put to her. She had to say somebody. But... um yeah, Alexis seems to feel quite rattled by that, I guess, because um, I guess it's tricky. You know, Alexis did do a really good performance, but, you know, there was a mistake towards the end and perhaps she was feeling quite vulnerable. And so the comments that Dee Dee made, she seemed to feel quite deeply um, that they start talking about mind games. Was it was it Dee Dee's intention to like deliberately rattle Alexis, her potential rival, in the bottom two? I don't know. I don't know if that was her intent. It could be that Dee Dee was just actually feeling a little bit insecure herself and projecting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, she for Dee Dee to go for someone who has a background in dance mm-hmm. when their final fate depends on a performance. I would have gone for. I mean. The words of it was it was Candy Muse versus Tamisha Man. Tamisha Man. When Tamisha Man said all these all these chihuahuas are on hand, you want to go for the bulldog. For me, it was very similar. She's like, all these other people are here. You want to go for the train, the ballerina, who did a triple into a split. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? I mean, there are other queens that you could have gone for that you could feel a bit more confident in the lip sync that you could maybe rattle them, but you went for you went for the dancer. And she's hmm. kind of maybe inadvertently planting the seeds in the producer's heads. Like, oh, maybe we'll put Alexis in the bottom for a good performance. Oh, well, and they I, might I have would, had somebody else in there. I wouldn't want to go against a trained dancer. Hmm. As confident as I am in my performance, I don't want to be the first to go home. So I would rather have gone against someone else. 
Yes. Do you know? Yeah. There was other mirror moments, moments in the workroom that mirror I, I, I wanted. Mirror Beautiful moments. moments. Everyone, for the new people to hear, mirror moments are moments that we see them kind of, you know, disclose feelings and I don't stories. think we're the only people who call them mirror moments. I think that's quite, that's part of the vernacular. Okay. So I love that we saw Miss Cara using extra virgin olive oil on her face. Yes. Girl. Like... I, I love that because, you know, that's, that's exactly, you know, J-Lo doesn't, that's she's had no work all done. She uses, all she uses, yeah. Tom. Did you yeah. know that? It's funny how it changed the shape of her nose. <laughs> yeah. No, it's olive oil. Well, yeah. give, get me some olive oil, frankly. How do you get one of those bags under your eyes? <laughs> olive oil. Oh my gosh. How did you get that big, lovely filler in your cheeks? Olive I've oil. I've definitely not had a ponytail facelift. And how dare yeah. you suggest I have. How do you get rid of that double chin? Olive oil, girl. Just <laughs> rub it right in there. It just disappears. <laughs> I love that. Um, there was also the moment that I just have to focus on was Michael um, to Vicky. Mm. And, you know, she, I don't know if she was like, okay, producers, i got something important to say. Please focus all cameras on me. Five, six, seven, eight. And Vicky, remember when you were my backup dancer because I'm a star and you're not? I, just, I thought that was amazing how she was able to get that out there. I was like, wow. Michael, yes. Remember when you strangled my dog? <laughs> Why did you struggle, my dog? <laughs> but then there was also a moment. Now, there's, I've said it time and time again, and it will always be the case for me. And the, me and you, I think we're very similar. We mm. do have a soft spot for veteran queens. Totally. Queens who have done this before the show um, gave you that global clout. Not that, not that that's the reason that people do it, mm-hmm. but, um, for example, Mike was talking about all these years we did all those crap gigs and all those nights, or mm-hmm. and we do hear about drag queens, veteran queens who drove miles and miles to to go to a small pub and get paid and With drink an vouchers, unappreciative orders. The queens who have done it and did it before all of this, Wait, I, yeah. I will always have a soft spot for them, yes. a soft spot for them, and I always give them my utmost respect for for that power. Yeah, and for you know because for me it's they did it because. They that's what they love that and they preach mm-hmm. and they respect it. And I don't want to, and, and this is not to talk bad on any other Queens because I respect a lot of the Queens, especially if they go on the show. But when you see Queens who have stories like scaredy cat season one or gothic Kendall season one, who's never done a show, but looks good in makeup come onto the show without, you know, without showing that same level of love and respect as Queens like Michael, like Vicky, I think it, it kind of like rubs me a different way. We we do have like this extra level of of love and respect for the queens who are essentially doing it before drag reached its its current level of of popularity and kind of crept back into the mainstream in quite a broad way. I mean, in in the UK, I think really over the past few decades, drag has always been part of the mainstream in some way, shape, or form. With acts like Lily Savage, Danny Larue, um, it's kind of always been there. And there is a Theresa May. Oh, that is a drag king if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yes, well. Okay. Um, you cannot tell me this is not a drag king. <laughs> Theresa May. Yes, Theresa May. <laughs> that is a drag queen. <laughs> okay, we've wandered off piece. Oh, I love her. <laughs> she is ferocity. She is fierce. She is She is giving me <laughs> iron fist. Have you seen her dancing? It's a dancing oh, yes. queen. I mean, she's an icon. Oh, Tom, I- I've seen... 
I've seen worse on the show. Not the, <laughs> not the scars, but yeah. I've you know, come off it. You know, yeah. she can give Charlie Charlie hides everyone for her money. <laughs> Let's be real. But yeah, the, it, there is something special about their dedication and doing it essentially before it had its current level of popularity. And like, I really enjoy listening to to uh, Queens recount their experiences like that. It does seem like they share a special bond and they've been through similar experiences. Mm. So we'll see how that pans out through the rest of the show. Absolutely. And now let's get to the runway. First impressions, extravaganza, eleganza, yes, the runway look that they have. Tom, I'm going to need some of your uh, fashion-loving eye and mind <laughs> to tell me what you think about these looks. Uh, Starting off with Michael Morley. So Michael um, looks pretty stunning. Um, I'm, I'm loving what's going on here. I don't have like a really specific point of reference, but she looks like a big, lovely glitter ball um i'm loving the structure of this with the kind of exaggerated shoulders the exaggerated hips there's kind of like a lot to take in isn't there um these spikes as well she's kind of like oh i don't know um i don't know she's again like i feel like her point of reference is kind of like very 80s very 90s i feel like that's where she gains a lot of her inspiration and i love that a uh, little rainbow streak in the hair she looks like she'd be an absolute delight um, performing in this with imagine like the lights dancing off it. It looks like a kind of stunning performance outfit, doesn't it? Absolutely, I love this look. Mm. This when she walked out, I was like, bloody hell! You you love like maximalism and colors and glam and things, don't you? So and this, this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. She's serving there. Next up, we Alexis saying, "Hey, I'm getting traditional with a bit of kink, and I love it." I'm seeing kink as well, and it's interesting because I feel like I've seen. It, as, as a thread in all three of her outfits really elements of fetish to so see here we can see it in sort of the pvc boots the corset tree the garter um the garter elements it's it there is like this kind of like john willie-ish kind of vibe running through what she does but yeah she's combined it with traditional slavic polish elements as she describes obviously i won't profess to be an expert on what exactly those points of reference are but i guess to me i see it in the colors and the floral elements and i really like what she's done here i think it's a really nice combination of hard and soft oh it's, it's amazing I, I love that contrast love it next up we've got trixie slash <laughs> no. ginger i'm joking i'm just with ginger here <laughs> um with uh florals in spring groundbreaking groundbreaking i think this is well I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for like a really pretty floral print and that's what we've got going on here um she's got this floor length maxi dress give me very kind of like early 70s vibe um and as she mentions herself, maybe a little nod to Barbara Streisand. Um, I, I think this is pretty. I love the colours. I, I love like a sunshine yellow and these kind of like sun sunflower elements. Um, I, I I think I, I think she looks pretty. She may not look quite as kind of you may say elevated as like some of the other girls on that we may have already seen. But I think she's staying true to to ginger. Yeah, I think she's staying true to herself and she looks really pretty. Thank you. Tom, thank you. Mm. Now we've got Delicious, who's up next, looking Didi Devilish. May I say? <laughs> she's serving Dee detox. Double. She's serving detox with the feathers, wearing <laughs> Crystal's breastplate. The comedy Didi Devil. So there's there's a lot of elements here that I like, and I like the grandeur. So again, as as Michelle mentioned as they come out, it feels like the 
the the base garment feels like a real nod to um, Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe in uh, Jackman Preferred Blondes and the two little girls from Little Rock sequence. But she's added this, well, the, the kind of feather gauntlets, and this giant feather, um, feather, what would you call it, collar. Um, so she looks really, really pretty and grand, but I feel a bit sad for her as she walks down the stage because she's clearly struggling with this gigantic um, neck piece and it's affecting the way that she walks and she doesn't look like she's enjoying herself and she looks like she's really worried about something falling or something slipping. And I feel for her because she's already had like a bit of a malfunction and a mishap or already this episode. Um, so this would look beautiful in a photo. It's not designed to walk in. What do you think about Caramel caramel there's lots of like really interesting and contrasting elements here i guess from um from the waist up there's these like metallic gold elements and this beautiful crown um she's showing some skin she looks very she's giving g-o-d-d-e-s yeah that bitch of the guy she's giving me like ocean or, or some sort of west african deity um and the it there's the a real contrast i think between the gold uh, opulent pieces and, like the earth tones of the skirt although it does look like there's gold elements in there as well um overall i really like the effect um i like the combination of like the gold with the earth tones this is my non-fashion night but i don't get the bottom part i love the waist upwards the face the the headpiece the armor the everything i don't understand the bottom that, that's okay i i think i think you can either like it or lump it really lump it yeah what about banksy so banksy um so this this is in keeping of what i've seen of banksy on instagram she feels like her fashion is very current very fresh quite avant-garde um a bit punky um, a bit deconstructed you know there's this kind of like graffiti-esque Vivian Westwood sort of quality to this um, and as she mentions everything here was kind of handmade in Manchester by her and her friends I presume um, and I just really enjoyed this performance of her wiggling down the runway. I think like in contrast to Dee Dee, poor thing, who looked quite uncomfortable, Banksy was kind of like making the most of it and like wiggling down like she was this moving statue or something. Okay. All right. I like it. Okay, thank you for that. That is my in-depth um, observation and feedback. Thank I don't know if it's much. deliberate, but the, the colour scheme and obviously the bodice is the, like, it's the flag of England. It's the, the cross of St. George. Vicky Vivacious is giving me military British guard, armed forces, um, with a bit of hip. Very, yeah, very that. Very like Dance of the Nutcracker, isn't it? She's almost like a puppet come to life. Um, but it is a nod to her armed forces roots. And it makes us start to think now, like, what exactly was the runway prompt here? Because there, there do seem to be some elements of nodding to their their roots or Absolutely. their hometown. Absolutely. Uh, so it's kind of got us thinking there. Um, but th- this is fun. I like the silhouette, the exaggerated hips. Um, it's a fun take on the the kind of Queen's Guard uh, uh, theme. Yeah. So it's pretty. Kate Butch serving us camp um she is rolling she is rolling on the runway now we've seen a whole season episode season eight where we you know we saw the the likes of bob and thorgy and then 
the amazing Uber driver yeah, yeah, um, yeah. scenario with um, Robbie Turner. <laughs> the Uber, Uber driver scenario creator. Yeah. Robbie yeah. Turner. We've favorite... got another producer on our hands, Ms. Ginger. You're not the only one. <laughs> our favorite write drama writer, Robbie Turner. But also, let's not forget Minnie Cooper on yes, Drag Race Minnie Co- there we are. About. There we are. Um, but I've never seen this before. She, it's almost like she's on like some wheelie base or something. The way she glides is like really cool. She must have those wheelie shoes. You know, those, mm. the ones with the wheels and your and the heel. And she must have mastered just making it look like she's gliding and moving effortlessly. But what do you think about the fashion? I think it's really cool and interesting. I think there's this kind of like Renaissance fair mm. thing going on. I'm really... St- so I'm sure that she has a historical period in mind, but I'm not enough of an expert to say exactly what period. I guess I'm th- I'm not 100% sure. To me, it looks like it could have elements of different periods, but she probably knows exactly what is going on here. And I'd love to hear her talk about it. Tom, it's nice. It's different. It's unusual. It's yeah. nice. It's, I guess, is it like a bit of a robe anglaise or something? I don't know. I'm not a historical fashion expert. Um, but I think she looks cool. Um, she's got this big puff of white hair. Um, and the whole presentation was very, very fun. Naomi Carter's serving me Diana Ross. Very Diana Ross. And she says that as well, doesn't she? Yeah. So she's uh, the dress itself is very pretty in this kind of like red lacy fabric. And she's got this big blue duster. Um, she does look really gorgeous. I love her mug. Love the, the, the big Afro hair. I do wish the dress is a little more figure hugging that might be a deliberate choice that might be a deliberate choice but i do wish it showed off her gorgeous figure a little more i hear you i yeah. hear you yeah but what about tamara now tamara the top part for me is serving bella hadid getting they sprayed getting sprayed yeah. you know sp- they're spraying on the actual outfit yeah on the runway i do see and that. then take these broken wings and learn to fly again learn to fly so free yeah thank you yeah thanks um Work. the 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 bodice um yeah like you say i forget the designer but that kind of like sprayed on bella hadid thing it, it also reminds me of the kind of like early 80s isimiyaki plastic bodices you know we saw people like grace jones wearing those um and yeah the wings it's i feel bad for her that um it didn't work exactly as intended really appreciate the effort there again another nod to like a home region because she's referencing the angel of the north statue by anthony gormley um up in the northeast it makes you think it It makes you think it does make me think about what the prompt was here tom i want to know who's got your favorite look on the runway who's got my favorite look do you know what i really like alexis st pete's Yep. I think she really stands out. I think she's got a really good eye. My favorite look is Michael's. Michael's, Michael's is really, really is, cool. I, I bloody love it. Mm. I bloody love it. I, I will say Banksy's is the most the thing that you'd be most likely to see on a modern current fashion runway. Yep. Now, tops and bottoms. Oh, I'm really trying to piece everything together because the performance is really going to play into it. It's quite a lot, Tom. You're you're right. It's quite a lot. I wish Um, I'd come up with a scoring system. Damn. Not at the time today. Goodness me. Gosh darn it. The strong performers for me was Caramel and Tamara. Caramel and Tamara for me were the strongest performers. And then I see Michael here serving this amazing look. You liked... um, 
Alexis St. Pete and Banksy. So I, and Banksy. So I guess they're the ones who are up there for doing well this week. And then if I had to choose a bottom, I would have to say just going off from the performance and the runway, I think Ginger's there mm. for me. And if I had to choose someone to go up against Ginger, I I don't know. Do I you don't know. know. I, I, I'm, I'm playing into what I'm being fed by production a little bit. They made a bit of a big deal of Dee Dee's wig malfunction, but I will say on the runway, even though she looks gorgeous, static as a photo, the whole presentation felt so awkward, unfortunately, because because of the heaviness of the neck piece. And so you see Dee Dee on the bottom. I do. I do. Maybe with Ginger. All right. Well, let's have a see. Let's have a see. Well, uh, fuck my drag. Because. Uh, <laughs> so we should. Yeah, because there are no bottoms this week. And no rightfully bottoms. so, because I was fighting for you, Ginger. Well, do you know what? Ginger, if you're listening, like, girl, I had your bag. I did not want you to go home, but, like, let's, you know, oh, like, listen to they... him backpedal. <laughs> oh, Jesus but, Christ. But, like, they were really painting you out. Like, they, they did not show the best of you, but, but thank, thank the heavens that you were there in the top. So our so, top five were Michael Maruli. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexis St. Pete, Ginger, Caramel, uh, Caramel, and Vicky uh, Vivacious. And like, no real surprises there. I guess just w- with with Ginger, I was so glad that they appreciated her fashion and she made that herself. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. did comment on her lack of confidence, I guess. And, you know, God bless her. That's not. That's not what she does in her drag. Do you know what? But I think you know, that on the dance floor. being placed in the top is mm-hmm. going to give her that. Now she's going to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I wasn't worrying so much. Yeah. I don't need to worry that much. I'm just going to go ahead and be me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they they went to Antarctica. So we're going to find out in just a second who, well, the, those are top two. When they went into Untucked, um, yeah, it was like there was a lot of conversation about... Um, um, essentially what we were talking about earlier kind of Alexis really wondering why she felt rattled in that moment by Dee Dee's comments and um, I guess it's easy to understand really you know when you're in that drag race pressure cooker um, and you're feeling quite vulnerable in your way from your support system and it's a competition of course you're going to be a bit more vulnerable to, to comments aren't you but on to the top two of the week who were Caramel and Vicky Vivacious and they're lip syncing yeah. to Ooh, uh, just a little By bit. By Gina G, which was, I remember it being on Eurovision. I um, can remember the first time I heard that song. It was in Two Brewers in London. Oh, wow. So you've actually. And I was there with Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my besties. And that song came on. And I was like, this song was really cool. Let's just say I remembered first time round when she performed it on the Eurovision Song Conscious. It's a good song. It's a good song. Now, let's talk about the lip syncs, the lip sync performances. You know what? First. First of all, I want to say that both of these queens had headpieces. Yes. Um, that were, I think they couldn't go like, for example, we could, we didn't see Caramel really do the head whipping type, you know, That's dynamic right. That's right. movements that she did in the runway performance in front of the other queens. And she couldn't mm. because she had that on. Maybe it was too difficult to take off, um, but she kept it on and she performed through it as well as Vicky, who had the huge, um, uh, what I Queen's call Guard hat. Queen's Guard had yes. a head on. So the good thing about it is that they both had to rely on a, a more static type mm-hmm. um, and any evoke more of a, you know, like face and a, camp face and-, and what they can do in, in that small space. Mm. 
And it's really nice to see what they can do with that, especially to this kind of music. I do want to yeah. say that I think that they both did very good. Yeah. I can't, for me, I wouldn't choose a winner. I can't choose a winner because they both really did emote. Mm. They both really did a, a very good job. No one killed anyone off, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see an, another aspect of, of Caramel's performance style away from like the hair whipping high energy which is obviously mm. amazing but it was nice to see it actually like forced into this position where she had to do a different kind of performance because i was half expecting her to do a hair reveal and take the skirt off but it never happened yeah um i if i felt like vicky she i felt like she'd been performing this song for years and had a connection to it um and so if i i do agree it was pretty neck and neck but if i had to put money on somebody i would say vicky for this song. there was something yeah there was something about me that was kind of thing i think vicky was still using a lot of the space and still doing things mm. and you know and creating moments and little bits of stories storytelling yeah, to yeah. the song Whereas I think Caramel, you know, and, and as beautiful and amazing as she is as a performer, as we've seen, she was just um, uh, not doing as much. Yeah, it's really interesting because I feel like Caramel has dominated the episode. Mm. But coming down to this lip sync, it is quite tight. And I do think it, it leans a little towards Vicky. Mm, yeah. Okay. Should we see what the other judges think? Ah, look at them. Is the Tom coming here with a performance because of the key vivacious. We're going to swap roles. Has, so you're going to be the psychiatrist next week. Has won the first Rue Peter badge. And I think that Vicky can thank her headpiece. <laughs> <laughs> the headpiece no i'm not gonna take away from her one i, I good on you feel for like... working because she too had a headpiece and yeah. she worked around it and she was amazing and she killed it she did and she had a connection to i just know she's been performing it for years and she was sat in front of the tv screen when it's first performed on eurovision like absolutely I was. she was there front row and center now before i sign off i do want to say that the editors have done such a great job in hiding the extra contestant who's been edited out they have been working overtime they, really, they really are working their ass and it's been really great now we had run a little bit over time I do want to know we usually stick around 60 minutes but the first episode there's always there's so, so much, much to, pack in. There's so to much talk to about pack in. and next week is another fashion challenge for Queen, it's an actual for design challenge a cast full of performers there's a the first two episodes being designed based well Girl. you know the many smart menus on DD next week mm. thank you very much for listening if you like it keep listening tell a friend write a review this is Bolo and Dr. Tom we'll see you guys very soon lots of love guys see you soon